0: Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC.
1: Well, let's welcome in Tom Murphy from the Arkansas Democrat Gazette. While we were raising money on Friday for Make-A-Wish, we missed him, and so we are going to make that up today, and then we'll get him back on Friday again to talk about the weekend that uh, will be well underway. Hopefully we're recapping an Arkansas win over Auburn at that point. Tom, welcome. How are you?
2: I'm doing well, man. I just hope I'm a a solid contributor to the entertainment today, man. That's
1: all. Almost always, my friend. I'd say you're about 99.9%. I can't remember a time where it wasn't, so you know, I'll give you 100. (laughs) Anyway, uh, here's the thing. Softball didn't lose this weekend. Baseball swept Wright State. But all anybody wants to talk about is this basketball team and the disappointing finish of the regular season, which is understandable. Is disappointing a fair assessment considering the level of competition they played down the stretch, you think?
2: Well, I'm going to split. I'm going to be a split opinion here because yes, disappointment. Uh, Got to give Dave Matter of uh, the Columbia, excuse me, the um, St. Louis paper credit for this. He uh, delineated the difference between where every team was projected and where they finished. And I don't know if you guys saw this, but Arkansas was minus eight, so I guess projected two and finished ten, and that was the biggest discrepancy in the entire league. And, and I think he did it to show that Missouri, I think, had the biggest plus. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, Missouri's appearance in the double by the first time in school, that's a big deal. But for Arkansas, you, you have to consider the, the injury aspect to this. And, you know, there were points this season where, you know, they could basically, quote, beat anybody. Uh, their performance at Alabama and winning at Rupp Arena. But then, you know, they lost some key home games that would maybe have changed the trajectory of their year a little bit. Um, Talked about Mississippi State game, and obviously beating Kentucky on Saturday would have been a big deal. I don't know if you guys saw this, but there was some projected winner thing that got tweeted out, and based on the quality of your shot, Mm -hmm. and it had Arkansas at a 99% chance of winning the game based on its shots. So, They go 2-for-20 on layups. They don't make their free throws, and that kind of describes where they are. Um, It's been up and down. Um, I think people understand there's great potential, and you just hope that they they find the right button and, and do the right things in tournament time.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. I have been making the argument, I was telling Wes before the break, the team is not playing that poorly. I mean, they did not, they laid an egg in Tennessee, but they're not playing poorly, especially on the offensive end. You look at the chances they had against Alabama. And then this weekend, like you said, I mean, they got great quality shots and, and obviously missed a bunch of free throws, too. So that's one argument. But at the same time, at some point, you have to actually find a way to win these games, or does it doesn't make any difference how well you're playing.
2: Exactly. And then, you know, what we do is, is people who analyze things, we, we uh, look look for reasons. We and and I don't want to say excuses, but they're the reason, and that that's what we do. We delve into the, the why, and I think free throw shooting down the stretch has been a big deal. Um, I think you know when they were at their best, it was when guards were penetrating, and the forwards were. It, it was these little slip screens, and then just pick and rolls. And you think about the number of dunks and short shots that both of the Mitchells were hitting. And, and then when Jalen Graham is on, and so, you know, he got very few minutes against Kentucky. Um, they've got to be able to get their big men back involved in the scoring because I think that helps them on the defensive end. I mean, they're still blocking shots and things. But I think when the Mitchell twins are scoring, um, they're just a, a much better team. And so I think getting back to the guard penetration and, and setting those screens and, and getting the big guys going to the basket, um, Will help, and they had some of those shots in the last game. They just weren't making them, and and so it, it, it's it's a it's a matter of confidence. It's a matter of getting Devo Davis back in, in gear. You know, after you know the, the emotional response to that foul call. Um, and, and by the way, Oscar Sheebay was setting a screen one direction, and then um, as Reeves dribble drived around him, heading left, and Devo was was shadowing him. Sheebay changed his positioning and so i think you could have easily called that an office and screen foul and i think that's the way devo davis felt about it <laughs> um he Pretty just clearly. can't react that way
1: yeah did you uh, they were talking about this morning did you see the second tee because i never did see it yeah he was over at the... um, i
2: talked to go yeah, ahead, i talked to somebody after the i talked to somebody after the game the first tee was the arm motion you know the, the, the very you know vivid Emphatic. reaction sure He's very fat, and so now he's down at the end, of, toward the end of the bench, and um, the coaches are still trying to delineate, you know, you know, why that wasn't an offensive screen, and, and somebody should have been like with Devo because he said something else. He 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 called out the referees, and so you know you had the physical reaction, and then you had the verbal reaction, and I think he was sitting on four fouls, you know, because he got the personal and the technical. So he still could have been in the game. Um, it probably would have been a while before we played since that was the 18 whatever mark. But then he got the second one. And so that's an automatic ejection and it was his fist foul. Ah, okay.
0: Yeah, I, he was down at the end of the bench. I was told that Ronnie Brewer was with him trying to uh, kind of restrain him because at first uh, some guys saw that the T was on Ronnie for yelling, but it was actually on Debo. Oh,
2: okay, well, you know what? Then, then the coaches were like, "quote doing their job." That, yeah. that somebody was trying to calm Devo down, mm. and he just you know basically yelled over yeah. you know, over Ronnie, yeah. and you just hate it. Uh, but Devo's got to understand now. I mean, uh, this is that was a huge game for them, and come tournament time, he's got to keep his emotions in check better.
1: Yeah, and I don't know that that's been an issue. He's a, he's a guy that plays pa- passionately, passionately, but I wouldn't say that he goes over the edge too much. So I, I'm not terribly worried about it. I'm sure he learned a lesson there. I'm Nothing nothing will uh, teach you a better lesson than losing playing time, and that's what happened there. But the, the question of the day today, Tom, is do you think Arkansas is in if they happen to lose on Thursday?
2: Um, yeah, look, guys, I'm, I'm looking into this. They're number 18 in the net ranking. Do you know the, high, high, the highest ranked net ranking team last year that didn't make the NCAA tournament field? just throwing that out there y'all know
0: no what, no idea 29
2: it was number 40 oklahoma it's from what i've seen so don't completely hold me to that but i went looking at number 40 oklahoma was the first team that didn't make the ncaa tournament. so they're 20 something spots away from that um i think my opinion the ncaa selection committee would look for ways to include arkansas you got the star power you got a team that's made two elite eight runs in a row. You got Nick Smith. You got the injury factor. Though all these things, all these things are components. They have the number three strength of schedule in the country. Mm. That that resume is not being left out of the NCAA tournament field.
0: Tom, one of the things uh, to me, this team's got to change his defense, and we're looking back at the last three games and how poor the defense has been. To me, the key's inside that physical presence. Mikhail Mitchell was providing that earlier in the year. He hasn't been that guy the last, I don't know, month or I don't want to say month, maybe three, four weeks, three weeks.
1: Three games for sure.
0: Yeah, well, uh, what, do you know, is there anything wrong with McHale? I know he was battling a foot injury earlier in the year, but is there anything going on with the Mitchell Twins cause, because they haven't been playing like they were earlier in the year?
2: Exactly, and, and not that I'm aware of. And, and it, it's what, like I mentioned earlier, when, they, when when they've been at their best, those guys have been scoring and contributing more, and so I think it's incumbent upon Eric Musselman and his staff to find a way uh, for those guys to be more uh, involved in the offense. You know, early in the season, Makai Mitchell had a bunch of games in a row where he scored the team's first point. Yeah, and getting getting him going in the games that's a big deal. So um, I think if they're going to maximize, you know, their postseason value both he and Mikel and, and, and it's kind of interesting that when mikel's minutes started going up in production uh mckay's came down a little and and, it, and I guess it stands to reason he's getting more or he's getting fewer minutes but uh and, and the Graham component too mm. when when Graham has scored big time and he's got great offensive moves and I guess we all understand there's a trade-off on what you get from him offensively and then what you get physicality, rebounding, and et cetera. Uh, But you got to outscore people to win these tournament games. you got to play great defense too. But I I just think his net value is, you know, give him him big minutes. If he starts going off, then you, you just give him more minutes.
0: Graham, I don't really want to go there. But he came in and gave a highlight dunk. And then he goes to the other end. He was in there for three possessions, and they scored three times. And they were all three inside the paint. Mm-hmm. And two was his guy, Sheboy. Um, yeah. And it's, the, it's it's kind of
1: – That's not a good I, matchup for him, though.
0: No, it's not. And that's, to me, that's on the coaches. You can't put him on – you know. He, but then again, are you going to put him on Topping? I mean, that's a bad matchup, too. The it's fact is he's a bad defensive player, and there's not a bad offensive player for Kentucky that you can stick him on. <laughs> uh, what do you do? What do you do about Graham?
2: I just hope – maybe just hope that there's a four-player on the other team who's who's not a big physical threat. Um, and then that, that's, a, that's really, I guess, all you can do. Um, and you're right. Interesting thing about this, uh, I was in the Kentucky Post game. John Calipari talked about playing positionless basketball. And Jacob Toppin was saying, oh, man, we were just out there hooping. Um, <laughs> the fact that Antonio Reeves just went off um, – it was he 12 for 17, whatever his shooting yeah. was it's phenomenal. Eric Mussman said there's no one who's ever had a scoring game like that on him in college, and that's the truth. It was the highest scoring game that uh, a Musselman coached team has had by an individual. And, uh, you know, they made, Kentucky just made more jump shots. When I think of Reeves in that game, it was like making a 13- or 14-foot pull-up. Not having Devo Davis to defend him in the second half was a big deal.
1: Talking to Tom Murphy on the uh, Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline from the Arkansas Democrat Gazette. So the matchups are set. Uh, we've talked basketball, I think, uh, pretty thoroughly here. Let's move on to some positive things like softball. Arkansas improves to 19-3 and after running the table over the weekend. So kudos to Courtney Difels bunch. They are, uh, well, they're really good, and they're playing really well. So that's good.
2: Uh, they're playing phenomenally. Um, you know, a couple of losses or, or the week before that or whatever, but um – yeah, they're going to be like quote a contender again. It looks like mm-hmm. uh, interesting. They won a game seven to four over the weekend. that was a one hitter. So I mean, mm-hmm. I didn't see what happened, but that's, wow. that's a little weird.
1: That is super weird. Errors, walks, yeah. But seven to four in a one hit game. No, yeah. it's weird.
2: Yeah, it is. Uh, and in baseball, um, looks like they're going to have to overcome some pitching health. Issues coming up, I mean, I'm sure we're going to get an update, hopefully, um, from Dave Van Horn on Cody Frank, mm-hmm. who looked like he had some kind of a back, you know, shoulder, I, I don't know what exactly, yesterday. And that this is following uh, Faraday and, you know, Tiger coming out of games. So they're going to have to go deep in this pitching staff. And, you know, hopefully Frank's not out too long. And then also, hopefully Tiger isn't out long.
1: Well, luckily the offense has been effective so far I and mean, there were a lot more unknowns we thought with the the uh lineup than with the rotation and it turns out maybe to be just the opposite, but uh but Josenberger's been a, a breath of fresh air at the lead opposition. You know, Wagner's been mashing all year. Slavin's got his first I think first home run of the week of the year over the weekend, yeah, right yeah. on Friday? Yeah, opposite. Um, so and then Cali seems to be waking up a little yeah. bit, and I love what he did defensively today. He had a had an error, and then comes back and has a, has a double play. So, you know, you get him rolling a little bit, that'll certainly help things as well. But, um, you know, they may just have to outscore teams for a while until they figure out what's going on with the pitching staff.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. The depth of their hitting, you know, could be pretty good. I mean, we haven't talked – we didn't mention Diggs or, you know – Some of their other yeah. – <laughs> yeah, some other guys who, who play well. And um, you did say Wagner, and I don't – just for your listeners who might not have heard – it's, it's spelled W-E-G, but it's a Nebraska thing, apparently, and they pronounce it Wagner. So, you know, don't get upset at Phil or anybody when you hear people now saying Wagner over and over. That's how he prefers to pronounce it. Um, he's been, he's been, just been phenomenal. He's been like the mm. Chris Lanzilli, Matt Turner, or Mike, Michael Turner plus one, basically, um, in left field. You know, should be solid in that three-hole most all year, I would think joseph berger has been getting on base guys have been driving people in uh, they've had a lot of two out runs so far gotta hope that keeps going in sec play but um got a big challenge i mean Army's five and five but, but louisiana tech coming in is going to be tough they got a, a win at old miss and then there was a second game where okay. they had taken the lead um, and then the game was negated um, because of weather and you reverted back to the previous inning and Ole Miss had the lead, so basically a game, a win taken away. So Tech's going to be tough.
1: Army tomorrow, yeah, that will be interesting. I didn't, I guess Army baseball is not something that ever occurs to me. No, but uh, that'll be interesting. <laughs> so we'll see what they. Yeah, bring. they're
2: five and five. Yeah, a little different. Um, and here's the thing uh, that I'm writing about for tomorrow. So we we just we're used to calling them Army, and that's what we do. But apparently they rebranded a few years ago, and I didn't read the press release on this from 2015, but. You keep seeing them referred to as West Point, Army West Point. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what they they want to be called now. So, uh, that's a new one on me.
0: Any ideas what the plan is for the bullpen closers now that Tiger's out? Is it Adcock? Well, is it that I simple?
2: Mean, yeah, that's that's the way it kind of looks, Adcock. But I think um, Dylan Carter, with his performance in the, the first game when Tiger came out, you know, when it, it started to unravel a little bit, um. I guess Illinois State last um, Wednesday, Uh, Dylan Carter has kind of given himself a a shot at being closer. I think they're going to feel things out for a few weeks, to be honest, but um, it could could end up being a little closer by committee action.
1: Mm -hmm. Tom, before we let you go, I don't know if you saw the news this morning, Derek Carr going to New Orleans and will be Mm. the starting quarterback next year for a Saints team that's got a lot of pieces outside of that. That's all assuming, of course, that – Alvin Kamara is not sitting in a jail cell this time next season. But I um, just want to get your thoughts on that as a Falcons fan.
2: Well, I mean, it's it's getting a guy who might be past his prime, but, you know, still productive. <laughs> um, I, I hope the Falcons wind up with Lamar Jackson, although that talk is really really cooled off. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm going to apologize. I made the statement on your air about four or five years ago. It was the year Matt Rule got hired by the Panthers, and then maybe Tom Brady was coming over to the bucks at the same time and I just like man the NFC South is going to be loaded and packed because the Saints were Mm -hmm. such a just a good franchise um and of course I'm always going to be behind my stocking but the NFC South was horrible last year Mm -hmm. um and just Matt Rule didn't work out the Saints have kind of you know fallen apart with Payton leaving and so um it's just another like wrinkle I don't know what I, I, I don't know if we're gonna try to get another quarterback or try to write out Desmond Ritter or just what. But um, transitioning NFC South for sure with Tom Brady
1: out now. Hmm. I don't know. What's the Tampa plan? W- wide open. Be interesting. Yeah, it'd be nice to win the division even if it's under five hundred. It was good enough for Tampa this year. It's good enough for me. I just want to go back to the playoffs.
0: <laughs> eight and eight.
1: Yeah. I think Atlanta's actually got some upside. I I think both teams have some good pieces. We'll just see if the quarterback play is good enough to help them get where they need to be.
0: You got my that attention there. That is absolutely there. true. What's the upside with
1: Atlanta? I don't know they had some good good games last year. Some good moments. They're not. I mean, it's not. A, they're not great. But if Ritter develops, we, we beat
2: the Se- yeah, we, we beat the Seahawks on the road. We beat the 49ers at home. I mean, look what the, how the 49ers finished, and we beat those teams. I, I just think it was a better than expected type of year. Uh, we were projected to be the last team to get their first win, and and I think we had a win in week two, so uh, or maybe three. Uh, but I don't know. I'm, I'm Mildly encouraged by what happened
1: last year. It's kinda of where I'm at. I'll give you a little more credit. If it if it doesn't have a star in it, West is not interest anyway. So yeah, I'm just the South was bad and Yeah. They were Well, it's all comparative. I'm not talking about them versus the elite of the NFL, but I think that franchise was a little bit better than I expected. So we'll see. Yeah.
0: I'll give you that. Thank you. They didn't stink.
1: Uh, yeah, I guess, you know, I don't know what's worse, Tom, having no expectations and doing a little bit better than that or having a lot of expectations and falling on your face like the Cowboys do every year. But I guess we can sort that out when we get close to the NFL season. <laughs>
0: Shoot for the stars, settle for the moon. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: I'm going to take the two-step right out of that conversation. Yeah, The boy. only stars
1: you guys are going to get are the ones on your helmet, baby. Enjoy it.